hello and welcome to the English System podcast. It's lovely to meet you. Uh, my name is Natasha Pinto. I'm brand new here, new girl on the block. And I'm here to talk about everything entrepreneurship, digital marketing, and online business. Um, we all start somewhere. So if you're starting with System.io, this is a really smart first step. Joining us today is our first guest, Olivia Roland. He's an entrepreneur, a blogger, a YouTuber, an avid reader and book reviewer, a pilot, globetrotter, international speaker, and now he's also the author of this new book that you've just had translated into English, I hear, and is going to be released soon called The Way of the Intelligent Rebel. Thank you so much for joining us. Before we get into your book, can you give our audience a little bit of background about you? Like what got you started? Happy to do that? Sure. So uh, I, I, I started entrepreneurship very, very early because I left school at 18 to start my first company. It was an IT business, you know. And uh, for a few years, it's, I was so happy to have started this company, you know, because I wanted to um, explore my, create my own path in life, you know. I didn't want to uh, do boring studies and uh, that I didn't know uh, what they were for, you know. I just wanted to be, uh, to go as fast as possible in the real field. And I was very happy to be my own boss and to basically, uh, you know, experience a degree of freedom that most of my friends couldn't have at this time. Um, but after a few years, I realized that uh, these companies that I created, uh, well, I was working a lot <laughs> into it. You know, I was working like 60, 70 hours a week. That's uh, crazy. Like, like, like most entrepreneurs, you know, I was not uh, like an exception. Uh, and I realized that uh, I was like maybe 24 at the time. And I was like, hey, I would like to have more balance be now between my uh, personal and professional life. Uh, it was fun to work that hard for the first years because, you know, it's your company is your baby. And uh, I had this sacred fire inside me and I just wanted to succeed and it was fun. But I was like, wow, no, I would like to, you know, uh, just relax a little bit more and have a bit more balance. And, and I realized that actually it was hard because uh, my business was my main source, my only source of income. I couldn't see how to really lower the amount of hours I was putting it, uh, putting in uh, without, uh, well, ma make the business not uh, lucrative anymore. And uh, I, I had a, a small team where a company of three people, uh, but I, I didn't see how I could hire more people or, uh, or sell the business. And basically, like, bottom line is I realized this business I created to be free was actually a jail. And I couldn't sure. quit it, stop it, or uh, work less. I didn't know how to do it. And I was uh, it was a big shock for me because I was like, wow, I created this business to be free. And actually, it's a jail I created for myself. Um, and I, I, I looked for, for solutions for a few years. And then I stumbled upon a book called The 4-Hour Workweek uh, by Tim Ferriss. And this book completely changed my life because it's basically... Uh, show me the way, you know, of how to have yeah. a business that is in service of your life instead of your life being in service of your business. No, that makes so, complete sense. Because I mean, after like a 70, 80 hour work week, I'm sure four hours looked very attractive. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I mean, four, four hour is just like the title, you know, yeah. it's not a goal per se, but the goal is to be able to work less and enjoy life more. So uh, following this book and all the books, you know, I, I managed to uh, be more efficient in my business. 
And um, I also started another business on the internet that is the business I'm doing right now. And now, I mean, like fast forward to uh, 2020, so uh, 2021. So 21 mm. years after I created my first business, now I, I travel six months a year on average. I've been traveling six months a year for the last 10 years, except 2020 because it was a bit yeah. uh, <laughs> different, right? Uh, I, I help uh, thousands, like tens of th thousands of people every month. I make more money than I could ever dream of and I have a lot of time and freedom to do whatever I want. So yeah, that's, and that's, that's what I, <laughs> I teach my, my, my audience, my people to do, you know, first how to create your business and how to grow it and never forget that it's important to have balance in life. So how to make sure you're not a slave to your business, but a master of your business. Oh, no, that's fantastic. And I'm sure entrepreneurs just starting out must really appreciate that so that they don't have to go through that like 10 years where you spent working your butt off at a business to feel like you're a slave yes. of it. Okay. And then um, can you crunch some numbers for us? So like how much were you making in your initial business when you kind of felt like you were putting every little bit of blood, sweat and tears into it. And then now how much do you make that you've got these two businesses and so much more time on your hands? Yeah. So basically the first business was making around 230,000 euros a year, you know, and now the business is making around 2 million a year. So it's a 10X, it's more, more or less a 10X, but with way less hours and I mean it's it's way better. The the I don't I didn't calculate uh, revenue per hour, but I'm sure it's like uh, through the roof. It's way better than 10x. Yeah, no, and of course I have this geog geographic freedom too because my first business was a brick and mortar business, and the new one I have is entirely on the internet, so I can basically uh, travel and live wherever I want, and I, I use this freedom a lot. Okay. Um, what are some of the most interesting places you've traveled to? Because now that you've got this well, newfound freedom, yeah. Well, that's a great question. You know, so, there are so many interesting places in the world. But uh, I would say uh, I really uh, love El Nido. Uh, it's a small town. It was a village. You no, know, it's more a small town in uh, Palawan. Uh, Palawan okay. is an island in the Philippines. Uh, it's like the, the archipelago. It's like magnificent, you know, like like two cores of water, uh, turtles, uh, whites <laughs> and beaches. And it's, it's becoming more and more touristic, but it's still okay. You know, it's still okay. It's not too much. And it, you can find like very traditional Filipinos villages, like very close and it's crazy. Some, some of them still don't have electricity. So you, you're like a bit in the past, but also uh, you're connected to the internet and, you know, it's crazy. Uh, what else? Um, I really love a place called Jerry Coracora in Brazil. It's one of the best uh, spots for uh, kite surf in the world, but oh, it's cool. also an amazing small village in the middle of a natural reserve. Uh, so you have wide uh, horses uh, roaming around and you <laughs> have, uh, I mean, it's just beautiful nature, beautiful people and good uh, atmosphere. Uh, right now I live in Dubai, which is a city, um, I mean, I'm so happy to be there, you know. Uh, I need, I love to go to remote places uh, from time to time, but I love to live in a big city because I, I need a lot of intellectual stimulations, you know, and uh, Dubai is perfect for this. And, and yeah. for a globetrotter like me, it's like, it's uh, for a world traveler, it's perfect because you have basically the whole world in one place. It's, it's the most interna international city I ever saw in my life. Oh, and it's really nice because you can travel pretty much anywhere from Dubai. It's as easy also, as getting on a plane. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Before I, I was living in London, it was also a great hub. But yeah, Dubai is like <laughs> even better. 
Amazing. All right. Fantastic. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about your new business? So not the brick and mortar IT business, this new one that you've started. What's it all about? What do you do? So I started it a long time ago already. Huh? So <laughs> I started it uh, in 2008. So I started with a, a blog about books because when I read the far work week, it basically changed in one week and my vision of a, a a job, a job like my, the job of an entre- being an entrepreneur that I was doing for eight years. So I was like, wow, maybe there are other books that can maybe uh, change my mind on other things. And I um, began to look for a list of the best business books in the world. And I stumbled upon the personal MBA, which is such a list. And I, I started to, to read the books and I completely like exploded my mind in a good way, you know? <laughs> and, and so I was like, wow, if I made this mistake of not reading uh, business books for eight years, even though I love to read, but I was reading only fiction, uh, I'm sure thousands of other, maybe millions of other people are doing the same mistake. So I basically created, so I, st- I started from this um, frustration I had uh, of not discovering, discovering with a comma, uh, these uh <laughs> This technology of books, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just, you know, sometimes it's stupid, but you need just to connect very two simple things and it completely changed your life. That's what happened to me. I was like, wow. Uh, you know, it was also a mistake I made because when you, I created the, the business so uh, early, when I was so young, I was, I thought I was so smart. I didn't need to learn anything else, which was very stupid, obviously, right? It was the biggest mistake I made in my uh, business career to not read any practical books uh, for eight years. So basically, I created a book called uh, Books That Can Change... A blog, not a book. I created a blog called Books That Can Change Your Life. Uh, that's an official English title. It's translated in English uh, for people who want to, to see. Uh, just to, uh, yeah, uh, share the love and show to people, okay, you should read this book and this book and this book if you want to grow your business, you know. And I started with a challenge of reading 52 books in uh, 52 weeks. Uh, so one book a week for one year and uh, writing a, a summary of it. Uh, and it really helped start the blog in the French uh, language. And then, you know, it is, I started to grow my business uh, slowly but uh, steadily. And uh, right now I have like, I don't know, maybe more than half a million people who follow me every month. Uh, on my different uh, channels, you know, I have a YouTube channel, uh, uh, multiple blogs, uh, yeah. you know, the whole ecosystem. And that's also what I teach to my audience, um, how to use organic free content to create a tribe of fans of customers. Um, I, I use a bit of ads, obviously, uh, Facebook ads, AdWords, but yeah. most of my traffic and leads and sales come from uh, the free content I, uh, I have been publishing for 12 years right now. Um, and, you know, it never really went out of fashion, even though some people were claiming it was because <laughs> Facebook ads was more easy. But today, when we see, we see the, the cost of ads rising up, and, uh, well, it's more and more difficult to target precisely uh, people. The organic content is even more relevant than, than, than ever, you know. So people, I, you know, I, I saw a lot of fashions in the, the 12 years I've been in the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't care too much about them. I try <laughs> to just focus on uh, core principles that work uh, no matter what. But I see right now there is a fashion of people coming back to organic content like, oh, my God. Like, like it's like they are discovering these. It, it has been... <laughs> It, 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 it was already there like 20 years ago, obviously, but it's like, oh, well, yeah, it's great because actually you can get 
traffic for free. That's awesome. Uh, so, and you, you have more stability too compared to ads. So that's basically what I teach. Okay, fantastic. That's amazing. Um, and then can you tell us about your book? Uh, it's already broken the French market and now you're breaking into the English market, right? Yeah, so absolutely. Um, in, in 2012, I was at a point where basically all my wildest dream came true. You know, I was like, wow. So I travel all the time. I have more money than I can spend. I inspire all these people. Great. Now, what is the next step, you know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, it can be quite an empty place to be, actually. Uh, I know it sounds like maybe crazy, but uh, when, when you, you're like, okay, wow, I'm so happy. And you can just say, okay, I'm just going to enjoy my life from now. It's fine, you know. But I was looking for another challenge, another way to improve myself. And um, I was inspired uh, partly by the Maslow's pyramid. Have you heard of it? Yeah. You know, and basically the, the, the two uh, top levels are uh, how to uh, basically realize yourself and give to the world, give to the universe. Yeah. And for and so I was, I have been dreaming of being an author for, for a long time. And I was like, well, maybe that's what I want to do. Actually, no, that's what I want to do. I want to write my masterpiece, you know, so it's my way of uh, realizing myself. And also I want to write the guide I would love to have when I started my first business at 19 because I made so many mistakes, you know. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's how I, I decided to write the book. And I spent four years writing, writing it. And so the title, as I said at the beginning uh, in English, is The Way of the Intelligent Trouble. And it's basically a book... Um, about like whose aim is to help all the intelligent rebels in the world. Now, what is an intelligent rebel? You may yeah, ask. Please. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, an intelligent rebel is basically, uh, it can be a student or someone who is already working um, and they can have all the external size of success possible. I mean, you can have like a nice car, a nice house, a nice family, a nice job in a nice company, etc. But or if you're a student, you're doing a great uh, job and you and you have great studies and you're going to get a great diploma and blah blah yeah. blah. But you have a little voice inside you that uh, tells you that maybe there is something else in life and maybe that's not how you're gonna be the best version of yourself maybe it's not how you're gonna to you're gonna you know uh, express yourself the best the best um and you know this little voice it can be very annoying at some point uh and uh, mm -hmm. some people decide to listen to it some people decide to 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 think it's like a bit of a silly voice and don't listen to it but most of the intelligent rebels if they don't follow this voice they are going to dry uh, from the inside you know uh, they are going to basically be a bit uh, be sad about it uh, and for me the, the way for the intelligent rebels to blossom to really be the best version they can be is uh, to do it, it it has to go through creation uh, it can be artistic creation. So, you know, writing a book, um, painting, writing a, a movie, whatever, yeah. you know. It can be ad, uh, the creation of an adventure, like doing a world tour for one year, for example. And it can be also the creation of a business. Um, so in this book, first, I tell all the intelligent rebels, you're normal. It's fine to feel that, that way because uh, more often than not, the intelligent rebels can feel like a misfit. You know, they, they yeah. feel like they are not really part of uh, a good part of the uh, education system or the workplace system. And I 
try to show them in the book that actually it's normal is because the, the system was not meant for them. Uh, there are is three that, parts in my book. Yeah, go for uh, it. Is that little voice um, what prompted you to decide that you didn't want a desk job in the first place? Yeah, big time. I mean, uh, I, I just, I mean, to drop school at 18 and start your business at 19, yeah. you need to be a little bit uh, like uh, in love with freedom, you know, and independence yeah. and a bit crazy maybe too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I, I was so bored in school. I was, uh, I mean, like a lot of teenagers, I was dreaming of leaving my parents and having my own life, you know, so yeah. um, I was not, no different from like millions of people, <laughs> but uh, I was... Uh, so like, yeah, I was like, I didn't know what to do with my life, uh, but I, I was also very shy. Uh, and like a lot of very shy people, I basically uh, took refuge in computers because it's a fascinating world where you can learn a lot of things and that do, do, doesn't require a lot of human interactions. Right. <laughs> so uh, when I realized I, I developed skills that made uh, me uh, solve uh, co people's computers problems like this, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I was like, hey, man, maybe I could make money. So with a friend, we decided to, to, to launch the business and, and try this idea. Uh, so, and when I saw it was working, I was like, okay, I, I will stop school and start my first business. Because I, I, I felt basically I was looking for any, any uh, way to escape, you know? It was important for me. And, me and I was very lucky to find one way, you know, I was very lucky. Uh, so first, yeah, I tell the intelligent rebels, it's normal to feel this way. It's normal to feel the want to escape. It's fine. Uh, and <laughs> then I show them how to do it in the best way possible with the maximum chances of success, you know. Um, and so there are three big parts in the book. The first part is uh, a criticisms of the Western education system. Uh, and I show them basically, and I mean, when I say I show, uh, like everything I said is not only uh, based on my own experience and the one of thousands of people I talk to, but also on a lot of scientific studies. There are more than 400 scientific uh, references in the book. And uh, the first part, so I show them that the education system was really made, uh, uh, was really invented at the end of the 19th century to have productive people in the industrial society, which is basically the people, the governments wanted like good soldiers, good uh, factory workers, uh, good employees, you know. Yeah. So they didn't want people who were thinking too much outside of the box, who didn't respect authority, who were like creating their own path. No, they didn't want that. They yeah. were actually very afraid of revolutions because it was still a thing at the end of 19th century, right? Revolution is the Western world. Uh, so... The system was not designed for people who are originals, uh, who think by themselves, who uh, doesn't follow the path of others and these kind of things. And there are a lot of things based uh, in the education system based on this philosophy. Even now, uh, when you look at uh, how it's, a class is organized, it's a bit like in a factory with uh, people, you know, uh, aligned. Seated in rows. Yeah, I'm a, yeah. Former, I'm a former teacher, so I know exactly oh, okay. what so you, you know mean. That. <laughs> I yeah. know the system and you know, well. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, uh, the book has a lot of success in the French uh, language, and a lot of teachers came to me and said, yeah, we uh, we completely agree with you, Olivier, but you know, we cannot do anything because yeah. we are part of the system, you know, and, and I understand that completely. Um, so, first part is this, criticism of the education system. Second part is, great, now that you see the shortcoming of the education system, and I'm, saying, I'm not saying that everything is to be put to the trash, you know, like yeah. some things are good in the system, right? But now that you see the shortcomings, how do you, you overcome them by yourself? Because if you wait for the system to reform, you will be uh, retired yeah, ever, before yeah. it will happen. 
right? So no, don't wait for it. Just took the take the initiative, and uh, I I show them how to do that and how to learn efficiently throughout your life because today it's super important to to learn by yourself and to do it efficiently. And that's also a criticism I do I make of the education system is like you can spend twenty years or more in school and nobody teach you how to to learn efficiently which is uh, crazy when you think about it. And yeah. also the school system is very bad at uh, implementing the recent discoveries of neurosciences and this kind of stuff on how to learn uh, the best way. And the third part is uh, how to create a business that is in service of your life instead of your life being in service of your business. I'm not saying that all the intelligent traders uh, have to be entrepreneurs, but I'm just uh, sharing uh, a, a possible path and how to do it the best way because I do think that entrepreneurship for most intelligent traders is really like the golden path. You know, It's like the, the way they can uh, create their own reality um, because when you have your own business, basically you, you make a lot of rules. It doesn't mean you can do anything thing you want but you have way more freedom uh than yeah. a typical employee you know okay fantastic that's amazing um do you think that your intelligent rebels if they are still in a a more traditional job where they're an employee do you think they can still kind of hack their education and hack their jobs that's still fulfilling for them absolutely uh I, there are also like uh, some employees who call themselves intrapreneurs you know so they're like entrepreneurs inside a company and some companies allow like quite a, a lot of give a lot of freedom to some teams you know to invent products and this kind of, of things but also i mean as i said it's just one path you, but usually usually the intelligent rebel will blossom through creation so if some intelligent rebels are listening right now still <laughs> uh and, and you you feel it talks to you just ask yourself what i want to create in life because the intelligent the intelligent rebel wants to create in, in his own path you know his own adventure so ask yourself what would be my adventure what i want to create in my life um what is the, when i listen to the little voice what the little voice wants to create in the world you know and it, it doesn't have to be a business okay but usually you have to create you have to create yeah. something so kind of that like feeling of making your mark on the world like this is my yes. thing this is what i've given to the world it'll last longer than me totally understand Absolutely. that um and then what is next for you after you release this book into the english market and hopefully when covid calms down are you planning to travel some more do you have a speaking tour yeah of course uh, i mean i'm uh, 2020 was a very special year, obviously. Uh, so mm. I'd never traveled so less than last year than uh, for 10 years, you know. But now I'm, I'm, I'm starting to travel again. I was in Dubai uh, three weeks ago, then I was in Portugal. Now I'm in France. I'm going to Dominican Republic just after and then Panama and then maybe Mexico. Uh, so yeah, I'm Amazing. starting to, um, to be back in my own life but you know i, I mean traveling is just one way uh, one thing i love but it doesn't have to be uh, this way for everyone and uh, i i can also see i mean for one year i was more or less settled in dubai and i really appreciate it so i don't think i'm gonna travel six months a year anymore maybe three four five which is already awesome uh <laughs> we'll see we'll see okay so you think maybe last year kind of give you a new view on what balance could be yeah. Okay. Well, you know, it, I think also life is a, a way to explore life and what you want is to go through cycles. Um, and I have I had a cycle from 2000 to 2010 when I was really working a lot in my company and not moving too much. 2010 to 2020, I was 
traveling all the time, which was awesome. And maybe now I will find a balance that is a bit a mix of, of, the, of the two the two, the two previous decades. Okay, brilliant. Um, and then a few more questions. So I know um, mm -hmm. you've read a ton of books. I've read a couple mm -hmm. of your reviews on Medium as well. I see you post there. Um, sure. If you could recommend one book to a brand new entrepreneur, someone who's just starting out, they've just come up with like an idea of what they want for their business. What's one book that they should start with? So, uh, so someone who already has a, an idea and wants to start a business. Okay. Yeah. Well, I will not speak about my own book, right? It's not <laughs> like the the right thing to do. But yeah, the Far Walk Week is basically the the book uh, that started my my journey on the internet. Uh, it's a bit old now, but uh, so you, you will have to adapt a few tactics and strategies sharing. But the basics, the fundamentals, are still very relevant and will be in 100 years. You know. So I, I would definitely recommend this book to. Uh, People okay, listening. fantastic. And is there a new book that you've just read that you would recommend to people? Something uh, that's just been yeah, released? Absolutely. Uh, there is a book called Risk Forward by Victoria Labalm. Um, she, uh, she, she, so it was published just like two or three months ago. And it's basically, it's a book, uh, it's a very short book, so you can read it in like maybe two hours. And uh, it's uh, about one big idea ideas that makes a big difference i think that could make a big difference in most people's life uh, it's, it's the idea of uh, you don't need to know exactly what you want in life you don't need to have the perfect plan the perfect goal to be a 100 percent crystal clear about what you want you just need to risk forward which means to move forward and she gives like uh, the whole philosophy and plan of action for this uh, that i think will un unlock a lot of people uh, sometimes we, you know, we are a bit uh, paralyzed because we are thinking too much. We want to really have clear goals and stuff. And it is good to have a little bit of this, you know, but also you want to keep going march. and moving. Yeah. Yeah. Keep going <laughs> one step at a time. And Victoria does a brilliant job of uh, explaining this. Okay. And then what's one piece of advice you'd give your 18 year old self? Read more books. <laughs> read more books. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, read more practical business books because, and of course, I mean it's not only reading; it's implementing them, right? But uh, it really makes a big, big difference. Uh, Jim one uh, said, uh, "Poor people has a big TV, and rich people has a big library." Uh, so I think <laughs> it's really, uh, really, really true. Definitely fantastic. And then. Uh Finally, uh, a silly question. Can you really fly a plane? Did you go and learn and get your pilot's license? <laughs> so I don't, I, I, my publisher was a bit too much uh, enthusiastic about this because I'm actually learning. I, I don't okay. have my uh, pilot's license yet, but I did uh, what uh, they call, how do they say in English? Basically, I did a few solo flights, you know, so I can uh, make the, the plane like uh, take off, uh, do a tour of the airport and then uh, land, you know, which is good. But the, the plan is to get the license as soon as possible, yeah. That's amazing. So that's one of your hobbies that you get to pursue because you've got yes. all this time on your hands. Amazing. And then um, I have one more question for you because you're quite focused on like being self-taught, reading all these books, taking all of this information. Is there something that you think people need that can't be taught? Um, well, that's a good question. So your question is, is there something that people need that cannot be taught? Yeah. Well, I think a lot of things can be taught, but people need to be receptive about it. Okay. So maybe at some point, the thing that cannot be taught is like you are, to, you have to be willing to learn and to to go forward. You know, some people just they don't care. 
<laughs> just want to to be where they are and that's it you know and that's fine but uh it's hard to teach them to do otherwise so <laughs> yeah. the, the first the first skill if you want to improve and be able to learn from others is to want it okay so and to, to, not be, to be open to it yeah. yeah to not be cool with complacency and then um last question where can our listeners find you? So all your social media tags, I'll also put them in the description when we release the podcast. Right, yeah. So I have a, a, a small English. So most of my uh, content, I publish it in French, but I have a small so uh, YouTube channel in English. Maybe it's going to be big one day. We'll see. <laughs> um, there, we, there is a, a books about uh, no, a blog about books in English called uh, Books That Can Change Your Life. And uh, yeah, also my uh, website, Olivier Roland, Perfect. English version. Yeah. All right. Awesome. So thank you so much for joining me. It's been a fantastic podcast. Um, quite quick, but I'm getting used to it. Um, it was great. And then if anyone is following this uh, podcast on YouTube, click five stars and subscribe. If you're on a podcasting app, subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. System.io is a digital marketing software platform that provides you with everything that you need to grow. Right. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Bye.